1. Behold, I would wander far away. I would lodge in the wilderness. Psalms 55, 7. Riding into a strange town was not unusual for Max McAllister. He had been the sheriff in many small towns across West Texas. Very few people knew of his heritage as part white and part Cherokee Indian. His grandfather had married a Cherokee maiden right after his arrival in America from Scotland. That had been many years ago and another generation. His hair was still mostly black with a scattering of gray, and he had grown a mustache which had tinges of gray to help hide his heritage. His eyesight was not what he used to be. He was wearing spectacles when no one was looking. All the small towns he had been in seemed to run together in one big blur. This time the situation would be different. Amarillo was a much larger settlement than he had ever been the lawman in. His gun hand had become much slower than the reputation that he carried. Age was catching up with the dedicated peace officer. He just wanted to find freedom from the ghosts of the men that he had killed and for them to leave him alone. Amarillo may not be the place he was looking for, but at least he would be busy keeping the peace. At forty, it seemed like he had been on land much longer. Riding in from Llano Estacado on a hot summer day, he could see the town rising like a vapor out of the skyline. His hope was that he could find a good woman, settle down, and enjoy the rest of his life in peace. Once upon a time, he thought he had found that woman. He was a young deputy in a town called Mobiti, and just about to be married when a gang of outlaws rode through the town, swooping his fiancée off the ground and carrying her away to their encampment. All had participated in a brutal attack on a beautiful young woman that left her with a mind that no longer saw the world as it had been. She died a month later from a self-inflicted wound. It had taken McAllister ten years to track down all but one of the members of the gang, but tracked them down he did. He had seen all but that one on their last wagon ride to Boot Hill. The one he hadn't found, he could not identify, except that he had strange-looking light blue eyes. It was nearing dusk as he entered the south side of town, and already he could hear the clanging sound of a piano coming from a saloon somewhere down the street. Pulling his hat-brim down over his eyes, he rode slowly down the main street until he saw a dimly lit window under a sign that hung precariously from a small chain. In the dim light he could make out the word, Sheriff. 